Wow, what a great job, Bernice. Huh? Running the stadium audio for the live games? I actually prefer my Wall Street day trading activities. I usually clear $5,000 a day or more. $12 an hour seems less than optimal. It's not always about the money, Bernice. It's not? No. Look, we're actually in the park. How many people can even say that these days? So, do you know how to use this immense audio mixing board? Uh, yeah, like, of course. It's a piece of cake. Just checking in, ladies. Everything okay up there? Yeah, yeah, of course. I I used to produce a network news show. I, I can do this with my eyes shut. I know, I know. Your resume is impeccable. <clears throat> Except for that tenure tropical smoothie. Excuse me, don't shame me for my college jobs. Look, I'm sorry. We're a little nervous at the start of this crazy season. Everything has to go perfect, understand? Super simple job for you ladies. A nat player gets a hit, click the cheer button. A nat strikes out, hit the booze. Easy peasy. I know, I know! Okay, well good luck. Thank God. This is Rob from ESPN Broadcast. Can I get a sound check, please? Uh... Yes, of course. Here it is. Bernice, are you nuts? You did not reply to him. I had to click something. Very funny, ladies. You're my kind of gals. But let's keep it professional, okay? I'll buy you a beer after the game. Great, another male predator. He sounds nice to me. You sound like a slut, Bernice. You say that like it was a negative thing. Stand by. The game is starting. Cue the cheers. Kasha. Damn it! That was the wrong button. Yeah, thanks. Try this. That was also the wrong. Shut up! Stop fooling around, gals. We're on network now. 25 million people. Cue cheers. Kasha, quickly. Okay, here goes! This is Rob Manfred. Baseball commissioner. Who are the idiots in the audio booth? We may have really screwed up this time, Bernice. You are including me, and we. I'm coming up there right now, and I hope you jump out the window before I arrive for your own safety. No baseball for you. Take me out to the ball game. Hello, everyone, and welcome to. From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. And this is our opening week gala. My name is Thad Helsing, (laughs) and I am joined by my two co-hosts. The first is a 2019 World Series ring recipient. Cassia. I'm wearing it now. All right. And our artificial intelligence engine, Bernice. You're welcome on my Oscar-winning performance. So, I went back to opening day 2019, Cassia, and uh, we didn't actually, we couldn't get into the game, so we recorded the day afterwards, and we were able to recruit some of the festive elements that they had brought to the original game. For example, we had the Blue Angels. We had the Budweiser Clydesdale. We had daytime fireworks. And we had the U.S. Marine Corps Marching Band. 
Isn't that amazing? It's just like being there, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Although in the actual reality, none of those things took place on opening day. In fact, there were no uh, people in the stands and there were no Clydesdales. There were no Blue Angels. There was basically almost nothing. I don't. I could do without the Clydesdales <laughs> and the Blue Angels. Oh, come on! I don't like on. airplanes flying like low over my head. Everybody likes the Blue Angels. That is not true. Uh. COVID, COVID has brought some like scarcity that I think people should incorporate into their lives long term. <laughs> So I thought the way to uh, start things out as we are taping here were uh, we were supposed to be playing the Miami Marlins tonight in our own stadium, but that was postponed because the Marlins um, have been as a team because they've got 18 people who have tested positive for COVID have been suspended until further notice. So that has set off a train of everybody they were supposed to play. Those games have been suspended. And then people that they previously played, they've self-suspended themselves, even though they don't have cases, just out of abundance of caution. So since opening day, which was literally only a week ago, 15 games have been either canceled or postponed. We'll see if they'll be able to make them up in this short schedule, but... Um, they're going to try to do some double headers. We'll see if that's going to play out. But 15 games, and today on Friday the 31st, 20% of the scheduled games are not going forward. <laughs> so is this thing falling apart on us? Um, yeah, it's definitely falling apart. I mean, I, I read today that there are some people in the Phillies with COVID and also the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, the Cardinals, was that was a shocker that this morning. Well, none of this is a shocker. This is all very predictable. Some of it comes, I mean, you can just see on TV, they're not following the protocols. I mean, during the no. games, they're not supposed to high they're five, all, they're not supposed they're to all, spit. They're, they're not supposed, touching each other. I are. mean, the thing is, they can't, you can't play baseball and not follow the, pro, and follow the protocols. Well, you know, I don't know, and, but the, in, in the case of the Marlins, it was their after-work activities, which probably were the source, uh, so I don't know what the protocols say. But what going, were their after-work activities? Going to nightclubs. Insane. Going to nightclubs. Um, Atlanta, is. Uh, uh, they were playing the Well, Braves. are they, did MLB say you have to, like, completely isolate when you're not playing or I don't know I never read the entire document as 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 we spoke about but I'm sure you know in a place like Georgia probably was one of those places that loosened up much more quickly than was probably advisable of course these are young men in their early 20s probably all or mostly single and uh, the city of Atlanta is known for its, uh, let's say, gentlemen clubs. I think gentlemen's clubs are closed still. Okay, well, I don't know where they got it, but uh, a lot of people. That's like, basically, I <laughs> half your team gets it. Although, curiously, even though they test positive, apparently none of them are symptomatic. So. Well, yeah, most people who get it, I think, have no symptoms. Most. I mean, there, there's a portion. Well, yeah, no, I mean, of the diagnosed cases, no, but the infection rate is like expected to be potentially double or more. 
what is recorded. Yeah, well, I've, yeah, I've heard that. I, I mean, look, I said on our first podcast that we had after the pandemic was declared, yep. I was like, there's probably not going to be baseball at all this year. And there's been about a week of baseball, yeah. and it's already falling apart. <laughs> um, and it could be it could be completely over in a week. That's why I was like, whatever, enjoy the games you get. I bet it kind of sucks to be a player this season. You know, like, it's pretty sad to see the footage of Max sitting there, like, by himself in the stand. The kind of secondary dugout that they've created in the seats behind the dugout. Right. It's just sad. Like, every, it's kind of depressing to watch. But that being said, they're not even fully doing it. They're only kind of half doing it. What do you the mean? Protocols. Oh, the like protocols. they're still like they're still close. They're still more like less than six feet away. You know, they're not like huddling around each other and dancing quite as much, but they're still doing it more or less. Yeah, I mean, I mean the... I'm not. I'm not. Look, it sucks that they can't just play normally. I'm not like scolding them. Like, well, it's their fault. They're they're not doing enough work to keep the season going i don't whatever okay so they went to a bar fine i mean they all could have you get i mean you can get it anywhere and if a bunch of people are together and it's like recycled air you could get it boom one night your team the a whole team is gone which then throws off every other team schedule yeah and that's what's occurring right now right everybody so it's that was always supposed to play been the precarious it's always been precarious just be happy with what you get and you know this is a this is a one-off year just hope there's a vaccine before next april and um that may not even happen so well and whatever vaccine there is i think most people agree it's not going to be a hundred percent effective it's not going to be like the polio vaccine or smallpox or whatever. It's going to be more like the seasonal flu vaccine, which is, you know, some percentage. So this thing is going to be with us for the rest of our life. It's going to be like cancer. It's never going to go away. There's going to always, it's always going to be out there to some degree. Don't you think? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's here to stay. Definitely the next few years. Yeah. They, I mean, is there is a possibility that it could die out. Yeah. Instead of mutating every year and getting stronger, it could just die. Well, I think we should just be happy with what we get. And, I mean, what are you going to do? Atlanta's Atlanta. <laughs> Before we talk about the week that was, <laughs> I wanted to get to the uh, World uh-huh. Series ring was unveiled a couple of weeks ago. Finally, after all this anticipation, they wanted to do it in front of a stadium full of people. Well, they realized that wasn't going to happen, so they just basically gave everybody their rings. And they also gave members of the media rings for free. Even though they're <laughs> diamond-encrusted and ruby-encrusted, they've got, I mean... They, and also, I noticed, because uh, FP had one on his finger, they're about as big as a golf ball. Those are one heck of a, you know, I thought they were more like, you know, sort of like a class ring, you know, in high school or college or something, but <laughs> man, they make those rings look like nothing. So what do you think, Cassian? This ring looks like <laughs> shit. Ouch. Sorry, I pulled up, I had to pull up some pictures of it. Uh-huh. They made a, there's like a freaking video, a three minute video of this ring on Fox Sports. Oh, I website. didn't see the video. 
how can you make a three-minute video about a ring? Like, Jesus Christ. Well, I wanted to share with you. custom-cut genuine rubies. 32 custom-cut genuine sapphires. And they all apparently... They represent like certain things, like seven walk-off wins, thirteen shutout wins, eight longest winning, like all these like stupid nerd stats. The, I mean, the worst part of they have the fight thing in there. Stay Davies in little, the fight. It says fight finished. Oh, okay, right. In that like cheesy like spray paint font, like <laughs> fake spray paint font that they put on those T-shirts. Yeah, it's well. Like, Spent we ta- like, we covered that at very great length while it was going on. No, but like imagine doing your like cus- putting your custom ink t-shirt logo on like your 100 diamond ring. <laughs> it's like guys, what are you doing? These people do not deserve money. So you're actually the um uh the truth whisperer for the for the Nationals. I should be the the... historian of the Nationals. (laughs) And they should have cleared the ring with you before they they made, um, you know, 60 or 70 of them, which sound like they're pretty expensive. Should they have cleared it with, like, anyone? (laughs) A fifth grader in English? How do you make a World Series ring and you write every day? Go 1-0 every day. It's like... No, no. And then, I mean, the worst offense is the shark on the inside. Now, I have to give them credit for not putting the shark on the outside. And I don't even, because I don't give a shit about rings. I don't understand why people pay money to add something to the inside of a ring. You know, if you ever get into an engagement type situation, stuff like that is very popular. Of course, it's only something you know, you know, and that's why it's meaningful. Right. But you know it without it being on a ring, right? Like, well, yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't need ring, rings at all. It wasn't a meaningful. Why do we even have jewelry, period? I mean, it's, it's, it's completely, I mean, and yet even Neanderthals jewelry. wore jewelry. Because it's supposed to be attractive. This is. The most unattractive ring in the world. Well, don't <laughs> don't tell that to FP. <laughs> ugly looking jewelry. Don't but tell that. But the shark is on the inside of the ring, yeah. holding a the, that horrible trophy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Now I have a treat for you regarding the ring, and I don't think you. Um, know about this so it's going to be a little bit of a surprise so of course they had to ship anthony rendon's ring even though he doesn't work for them anymore he did then so obviously very much entitled to a ring and um wanted you to hear have you heard this before no okay well maybe this will be a treat here we go your old teammates got their rings uh today I mean, have you gotten your ring yet and uh sort of is there, is there anything special that you're planning on doing with it uh to find on the closest pawn shop <laughs> so i yeah, guess i'll play uh, no, what i i did i did hear that and the thing i said about it was that like <laughs> what passes for humor in the athletic world is pathetically low but what's funny about it is not just the fact that he makes that quip but he does it in such a deadpan way you believe he's serious and he takes 
a good long time, several seconds, before he finally cracks a, a smile and says, oh, I'm just kidding. Well, that's just Rendon. Like, remember that? Yeah, I know. I they know. were like, how are you going to get get some hits in these games and he was like well I use a bat this we have piece. these bats <laughs> um we swing at the ball of fur i would yeah i would i would give my ring to the pawn shop for sure what do you think about the piped in sound effects i hate them yeah it's creepy it makes me feel like i'm watching a sitcom or something well that is what that is the comparison that is most often made. So obviously shows in front of a live audience like the, the very original, I think, Lucy show was the first to do a show in front of the live audience. Um, and then you had, you know, that was organic. But then they would do other shows that were clearly filmed on the set and they would put in a laugh track, including, you know, the classic yeah. from the 70s and 80s, MASH, which you've probably seen a few reruns of. You know, they actually, they're actually they actually filming, you know, either on a soundstage or out somewhere in California, and they put in this really inappropriate laugh track, but everybody just bought into it, and I think it was the longest-running television comedy in history. And it is weird because there's sort of like an ambient shh, always going, and then... There is, uh, just like we put in our fantastic opener here, <laughs> somebody who's up there when there's a hit or a strikeout or somebody, you know, who, who's sort of reacting. There's like 20 different things to choose from. And it's bizarre because there's nobody. And we don't even have the benefit of like Korea where they put in cardboard figures or stuffed animals or mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And now, and supposedly Fox was going to put in some people. real people. But but when we were on Fox uh, over the weekend, I didn't there was nobody. They didn't Yeah, I didn't see it. I saw that tweet yeah. they put out. Yeah, they did like a little promotional video. We're putting Which everyone in. And they they were claiming off. that the people in the stands would be wearing the appropriate the jerseys. Yeah. yeah, of the planes uh, the uh, team's planes. They also said there would be booing and I was like how are you deciding who gets booed? Well, I know. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Okay, so I guess we should just um, you know start. We played, uh, what did we play? How many games did we play this week? We started last six. Thursday. Is it, is it been six? We had seven games. Seven games in eight days. Uh, and we only played the Yankees and um, the Blue Jays. So we won one of the three games against the Yankees and 2-2 mm -hmm. with the Blue Jays. Lost the first two, won the last two. So not really a great beginning. Uh, I was going to ask you, so uh, the Honorable Dr. Fauci threw out the first pitch on yes. opening on Nat's opening day, and it was sort of like that scene from uh, Major League where the ball went. So you know, woo! Oh, just a bit outside. So, <laughs> but I was thinking when when Max came to because uh, he was our our first pitcher, I was like, well, maybe we should put Fauci in and replace Max because he doesn't seem to be doing so good. Uh, <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, given that he gave up four runs. Yeah, I mean, the Fauci one was pretty bad. I saw a meme going around that that had a picture of him throwing, and it was like, 
it's his job to make sure people don't catch things. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ma- Max had a lot of strikeouts. That he game. did. He had 10 strikeouts, which everybody and said, oh, Cole look at Max. only had like five or something. Um, so and the Max stayed for 100 pitches game, and Cole only stayed for 70. The, the offense beat the crap out of us. At least on that game, you know, and then the next game. Well, they just have really good offense. I think some of like Giancarlo Stanton was really doing well, and I think some of the balls that he hit were um, out of the strike zone. Yeah, they were like he hit like pitches that weren't good, you know, um, and he was able to make things of them. So that opening game. It was, I mean, disappointing in so many ways, not just Max's performance. The, the fact that, yeah, it was the rain. And the thing was, it only went five innings. You know, they went out there for the beginning of the six. Nothing really happened when they called it. And then because of the new rules, you know, they're not going to have makeup days. They can't afford, they don't have the time. So they just said, okay. How um, many innings makes it an official game normally? Seven, I think. Oh, okay. And this so was it's five, you know, and you know, famously what Nat's record was. And even, even like, this week, right. they, they come back at the end. They, they always are sluggish at the beginning and they do all their stuff at the end in the later innings. That's just the way they are. You know, they need the warm up. Who knows what it is, but that's the way they've been doing it since, you know, all of last year. So that's to, how to, we did it in the final game of the world series. Absolutely. Absolutely. So to deny us four innings <laughs> to deny us i mean we well, look we won the the game against the blue jays in the 10th inning in extra innings yeah yeah well this is just this isn't a real season well it's not real it's okay. fake okay, but it's it feels <laughs> it's a fake real. season so it doesn't really matter to me like yeah they're, they're not going to replay the game so just suck it up and deal with it hope it doesn't rain again but one of the things that, for from our standpoint, we haven't talked about it yet. So it was only announced literally, I think, um, the day of the game that Juan Soto, our star hitter, the only one yes. left after the exit of Harper and Rendon, was tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. and was unable to play any of the games this week. And then even when he tested uh, under MLB protocol rules back-to-back negative tests separated by at least 24 hours under district of columbia rules the fact that he even had a single positive test doesn't matter how many negatives follow it but the fact that he had a single he has to be in quarantine for 10 days has to be he is not eligible so even if we were playing if nothing had happened to the marlins well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Well, yeah, I know you are. So <laughs> um, if nothing had happened to the Marlins, he would not have been able to play in those games either. And just before we got on Skype, Rob Manfred, the baseball commissioner, you know, uh, uh, warned. Our favorite. Our favorite, Rob. We love you, Rob. Friend of the pod, Manfred. (laughs) But anyway, so he warns Tony Clark and the Players Union, you got to get your boys, 
you got to put a leash on your boys, man. They're fucking this thing up. You know, we can't. You keep... mean they're they're out partying? Yeah, exactly. At the gentlemen's clubs. Yeah, yeah. That's the presumption. Is that they're hitting they're... the coyote ugly? <laughs> well, <laughs> the I coyote not so ugly. Has... I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Look, these guys are getting it. They're all getting it now. Like, it's how many teams have had cases? A lot. Well, it's only Cardinals, Marlins have had actual cases. But because they played other teams. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, and we had Juan Soto. But but that didn't stop our uh, us from playing the way it did with with them but the thing is people who played them teams who played them out of precaution wouldn't either would not go into the park where they had been or they went into quarantine just because they didn't know whether anybody had it and they're waiting for the test results so the yankees um were supposed the phillies played the marlins uh at least one game after they came back from atlanta and then that's when all of this news broke because all those tests came out and uh, it was so many people. It was 18 players and two managers. And um, initially nobody had it on the Phillies, but they canceled the games anyway and they disinfected the entire park. And then later there were two Phillies that actually got it. But So the Phillies haven't been playing. The Marlins aren't playing. Uh, the Cardinals and the Brewers aren't playing because they just today found that the Cardinals had some cases. We're continuing to play, or at least we were right up to the last night. Now, the next um, games we're going to play are on Tuesday against our old rivals, the Mets. And, of course, we have our uh, guest uh, co-host, the Mets Mob, standing by to interact with us on those, those games, which should be fun, should they go off. But, I mean, if everything goes poopy over the weekend and Rob jumps in and says, okay, 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 this is not going to work. Because I don't even know how with all these postponed and canceled games, at some point, I mean, there were only 60 games to begin with. At some point, you're going to have these vast disparities. You know, let's say the Nationals play all, well, they couldn't. They couldn't play all 60 games. They were supposed to play three games against the Marlins, and those were canceled. So, boom, we're already at 57. If anybody else, you know, it turns out the Phillies or Cardinals, God knows who, um, you know, take that off, take that off, take that off. So, it's like what you're saying. It's almost like it's a a whole season of exhibition games. It, you know, it's this is just what it's going to be. It's been one week, and there's already been all of these issues. I, can't, I don't see it getting but better. But they agreed to, the union and the owners agreed to this expanded playoff season where 16 games, six, 16 teams, 16 out of 30 teams get to be in the playoffs. Talk about your like, participation I award. I mean, that's I guess it's just to up the advertising revenue Correct. of those games. Yeah. But like, it's dumb for combating COVID. You want to have less guys playing. So you would then, if that was the goal, you'd narrow down the field faster, not expand the field and keep more people playing longer. Plus, it's going to be in October, right? And maybe when, even when it, dip into November. Well, I mean, we're still, I mean, technically they're saying we're still in the first wave. We haven't even had a second wave. We had sort of a, a bounce down and up in the surge of the first wave, right, uh, these last couple months. But we we never really... 
it never fell off. It never actually no. fell off. No, it didn't. And, you know, like the thing they say about the flu is that the reason that the winter is flu season isn't because it, it transmits more in the cold. It's because people spend more time inside and indoors it it transfers more than outside oh is that it i thought maybe immune systems became um more challenged in uh, no i think it's because of the indoors versus outdoors okay so like in the october all these people's families yeah they're not going to be going to the park or the beach or outside they're going to be inside and their friends will be inside you know because people are not capable of doing this isolation thing or they're not willing to do it not um, in the long term i mean everybody was pretty good in you know march and april (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i mean our numbers did go down especially in those cities that were first hit like new york really got their shit together Um, well then and then you had all the protests and then it was like everybody's got to get in the streets everybody's got to get in the crowd everybody's got to hold up a sign yeah between the protests And and memorial day uh beaches you know well that uh, that media message the media message was like shaming people that were outside making fun of the spring breakers making fun of the people that were at disneyland making fun of the people that went to a concert and then there was making fun of the people who said that not going to a protest was like a good idea So the last two of the seven games that we did play last week, we did win. And uh, we win. And actually, Scherzer pitched on uh, Wednesday. He did brilliantly. I think he, he basically pitched a shutout. It was the final score was 4-0. He was amazing. He was back. Uh, they didn't have to bring in Fauci to relieve him. And Huddy uh, is doing good. Doolittle is not doing good. The couple of times he's come out. They pull. He doesn't even last an inning. I, he's reading too many children's books on Twitter, um, and it's ruining his his ability to pitch. No, he's he's like he's doing like a Nat summer reading. Like he he's always talking about reading. Like I'm pretty sure every time you read a book, your stats go down. <laughs> like he is like, let's. Tell the story about the mouse who ate a cookie. It's like, how do you do that? And then, like, strike out Giancarlo Stanton. Like, you can't. You can't. Stop. (laughs) He should be in a strip club. And then maybe he start pitching. You're saying you got to have that testosterone-driven, eye of the tiger, sort of Sylvester Stallone kind of a thing to go out there and be... We need to see a return to gender roles because our team is suffering. Right. I'm not saying it's... Because he's out there making uh, uh, oatmeal chocolate chip cookies in the dugout, and they say, hey, Sean, any way you can pitch to this mountain of muscle... Oh, I don't know. I haven't put in the cinnamon yet. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's bad. Ugh, I don't know about her. I don't know about the pitching. I, I'm also worried about the, the outfield. Like, there were some bad mistakes. Like, dropped balls that should have been caught. 
I think it's because they didn't have real spring training. No, that's true. In that first couple games, yeah, and there were base running mistakes, and there was just every conceivable mistake you can think of. Mistakes, yeah, Yeah. over over sliding, yeah, like weird things. It's because they didn't have spring training, and they didn't like iron out the kinks. And so that's that's another reason why these games just feel really amateurish and phony. Um, that being said, like there is some good hitting happening. Like Michael Taylor's gotten some home runs. Yeah, like, Mike has come through. Is doing had that one good game. Um, Robles did well. Like they, like across the lineup, like there is like RBIs happening. And the, yeah, Adam Eaton. I got to say, Adam Eaton, even though he's like you know the Nats' favorite redneck or whatever, but he, man, that boy, <laughs> that boy's been doing it right. He's 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 yeah, he's he's, getting- he's the Tony Two Bags of 2020. You know, he he always gets on base. He always gets on base. Yeah, like there's there's all these like little like fundamental errors that are happening but there's also not the thing that we've had in previous years where like at the beginning of the season it would take like Michael Taylor a month to like just be normal or Rendon would go through two weeks of like not hitting or something like you know there's sometimes guys that just like they're just cold and they can't get started at the beginning of the season, like Bryce Harper had a couple seasons like that. Yeah, and Zim was always like that. You know, he only warmed up like a couple of months in. Right. Um, so I, I don't really see that happening. Like I feel like all like up and down the lineup, all of them have been doing something, but they've also been ma- making mistakes that they shouldn't make. Well, and in the beginning of the week, you know, opening day, if they if they had not really... So those last two games against the Blue Jays after those humiliating first two games against them, and we're not used to playing these guys, right? They're in the American League. The American League, you know, quote-unquote, is superior to the National League anyway, supposedly. We had not been used to playing these guys, and then all of a sudden we have to play... Uh, four times in a row, and they're good. You could say, okay, those guys are good. Those, <laughs> those guys are good. And we've never watched them, you know, but then we came back in those last two games and we rose to the occasion, which is sort of our trademark from last year, right? In in the sweep of the entire season, even though we started really, 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 really bad, we definitely eventually rose to the occasion and pulled ourselves out in the last second. So there is that even though it might be a BS marketing slogan, there is a stay in the fight kind of thing. We'll call it something else. I don't know. Call it Sean Doolittle and green eggs and ham. So <laughs> good night. Dr. Moon. Yeah. He's good not night, Dr. Moon. Doolittle. He's Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah. To think that I saw it on half street. Uh, so <laughs> we're yeah, we're going to have to write that book. That would K be, street, that's that would for be sure. funny. Okay, so there's there's just a couple other things that we have to talk about. The return of Mold Boy. Listeners, they are referring to starting pitcher and 2019 World Series MVP Steven Strasburg. So Mold he's Boy. had he's had nine months to recuperate from the <laughs> World Series nine MVP, and then all of a sudden, the day he's supposed to show up and pitch, it's like my hand hurts. It hurts. Oh. We knew it's such he was classic mold boy shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He, why is he not in his hyperbaric chamber or whatever? Like, 
24-7 in the offseason. And then they, he comes out of his bubble and he's like, oh, I broke a nail. Or like, oh, the air is a little bit damp. I don't think it's good for my Well, and what – it would be one thing if he had, like, pitched 120 pitches in a game and, like, just really went crazy on the Yankees or something like that. What what was he doing was he that all doing? of a sudden made his hand – like, oh, did he flip a burger on the grill in the backyard and suddenly that killed my, my you know, $300 million hand? I, you know, what did he do? No. He, he wasn't, he definitely wasn't delivering groceries to old people. Or <laughs> you know, he, he wasn't like carrying box of boxes. Well, was he playing badminton good. with his two daughters in the backyard and that's no, what killed I the hand? He, I don't think he like ever sees his children. <laughs> I think Drake has seen his, his child more than Strauss. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know what the what the hell is in that man's head. I guess he got his like MVP award, and he was like, "Okay, this buys me like five diva bullshit days. Thanks, thanks for my award." Well, that, no, that totally does buy him his diva some diva yeah, days. Yeah, he's like, he's like, okay, I figure I've got about five. This will be one of them. It's the way I use when I and he to, gets like, a Corvette, perfect for a family of five. Um... <laughs> two-seater car it's perfect for the hmm. family he like wishes he had which is a non-existent one okay there was one uh more thing i wanted to get into um <clears throat> and let me ask you i'll cut this out were you aware of the um astros versus dodgers game um you told me about it oh i did okay okay the the fight the fight, the fight, fight. So, anyways, uh, uh, so the Astros, uh, we were able, as we covered uh, in nauseating detail last year, we were able to neutralize Astros were doing because we knew about it in advance and had come up with countermeasures to five uh, rotating. Yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah, stuff for like each that. Pitcher. So it didn't. So it didn't work. But but in the 2017 World Series that the Astros won, where they were playing against the almost unbeatable Dodgers, and it only came out last year that they were deploying these same techniques in that World Series, the Dodgers have, have not gotten over it. And everybody was debating, well, what's going to happen when the Astros well, now that they're out? they have to defend their honor. Right. This is classic, like, male shit. Well, and it's more this than just honor because this they're, inevitable. these were economics. I mean, the, the winners versus the losers in a World Series are, you know, the compensation is just off the scale, right? But the other thing was the way they did it was the pitcher, Joe Kelly, he started throwing balls at guys and like just missing their heads, right? And that's what started the fight. And then now, uh, I think it was announced yesterday, he's been suspended that pitcher for yeah. a considerable amount of games. I don't remember what it was, but not all season, but like 10 games or something, even though obviously, Ooh. I mean, well, he Dusty, also jeered like when, when he threw it, I don't remember the name of this guy. Um, Bertrand. Correa. Oh, Correa. Okay. When he hit him and, and he kind of was like sniped back at her skull, like kind of, um, scowled at him 
he he sort of was like, oh, what are you going to cry about it? <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it was just like, it was really obvious. Like, you should cover your tracks a little bit. Like, the Hunter Strickland drama. One that we covered. Hunter and Bryce, yeah. Yeah, like, okay. It was it was plausible deniability. Well, and we, that's, we, if you follow the story, you know what it is. A pitcher but although they didn't can really always say that, that right. much. Like no, kind of just like it was sort of social gathered. Social and it was like we're fighting. looking at you. I'm looking at you. I know it was social. It was COVID fighting. It's like, it, but it was like it was pathetic. They weren't even talking to each other. They were just standing there. It it. But it it's did clear the benches. Sad. It did clear the benches. It wasn't like the good old fashioned it's fight. Just, but like, it wasn't. I mean, I love the Bryce Hunter wanted. Strickland Look, fight. I no one wants to see the Astros get their asses kicked more than me. Right. I mean, these guys deserve it as much as. And nobody wants to kick well. their asses more than the Dodgers. And they have a reason to feel that way. They do. And Dusty Baker is like. You know, okay, he's a manager. He has to defend them. Yeah, he, he had does. Nothing to do with it. Uh, he's the best manager that they could have gotten to like bring them out of this situation because no. everyone loves Dusty because he has a great record. Right, his his reputation as a as a uh, a player's manager is spotless, spotless. Right, so. and so it makes you like it makes me want to hate them less because I don't want it to reflect badly on him. However, <laughs> you gotta let some shit just happen. You're like, yeah, you got your ass kicked because you were asking for it. Right. But no one got their ass kicked. No, unfortunately, no. But it, I mean, it is very fun to watch. I, I live I love this shit. I live for this shit. <laughs> Funny. Okay, well, anything uh, that's all I've got for week one. Mm. Week one. MLB back. baseball. Baseball's back. Baseball's dot, dot, back. Dot. <laughs> Who knows for how long? Quick reminder, you can find this series on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, as well as many of your favorite player apps. You can follow us on Twitter at, at CheapSeatsDC, and you can reach us by email at the cheap seats DC at gmail.com. See you next time on From the Cheap Seats. Take me out to the ball game. The From the Cheap Seats podcast is a public service provided by Thad Helsley Media LLC, all rights reserved.